This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons, and of course Michael, sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. All right, let's let's kick this off. Welcome to the Patriots Dynasty podcast. Uh, this is episode five, I think. Right? This is week five, two thousand one so. season. I mean, the beginning yeah. was a little murky. I mean, we may or may not have recorded a few test runs, so I don't know. You're the boss. Yeah, no, uh, I'm airs. I'm completely lost as nice. well, and who knows how this is going to actually end up. But uh, yeah, we'll call it for now tentatively. We'll pencil in it as episode five. Love it. Um, and obviously. With me again today is Mr. Mello. Mike, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? Good. Oh, I'm living the dream, as always. I'm sitting here in my bedroom talking to you about the 2001 Patriots season. That's as right. you do. Fully I clothed f- this time? For the most part, yes. That's beautiful. I even got socks on today. It's cold here because it's officially winter in New England, and it is 27 degrees at the moment. Ooh, I was going to say, I think it's probably like 58. Oh, so. Ooh, so you're probably as bundled up as I am, I'd imagine. <laughs> um, you know, I've got a nice button up for some yeah, you reason. Got, you got the heat on? I don't actually, no. Uh, well, you have the, the, the wildfires that are probably keeping you warm. They are. Love yeah, them. Okay. Nice. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. God damn it. You're already getting me in trouble. Um, but yeah, no, things are fantastic, man. I was thinking about it and I don't say it enough, but it is a pleasure to be here with you. Yeah. I look forward to doing these every week. Um, but yeah, it is just the two of us again. The brothers are off gallivanting as always. So I prefer frolicking. Oh, you can prefer whatever you'd like. Thank you. Hey, Greg never, uh, he still never responded to my birthday wish from last week. So no. Oh, well next time he's on, we'll have to give him a bunch of shit for that. Yeah, I'm a little annoyed. All right. So speaking of annoying, coming into town this week, week five of the 2001 season, were the, at the time, San Diego Chargers, which they no longer are. Rest in peace. They could be the uh, London Chargers at some point. That's true, yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. Who who do you think, like just a quick sidebar, what top, top three possibilities are to move to London? Well, the franchises. I've given this uh, no thought whatsoever. So yeah, me neither. I just came up with this right. Second. <laughs> so don't take anything I say uh, as anything other than what I'm saying. But oh, it's gospel. It's it's on recording, so it's gospel now. We're gonna hold okay. you to this. Well, I think I was thinking about this a lot recently. Not about the London thing, but just in general. Okay, we have multiple teams in California. Fine, whatever. True. Uh, we have multiple teams in New York. We have multiple teams in Florida. That all mm. makes sense. Texas. Why why Ohio? Huh. You know what I'm isn't saying? That the, isn't that kind of the birthplace for isn't um the Hall of Fame in Ohio too? Can't yeah, but do you need two two teams in that area? I mean, do you need one team in that area? Well that's what I'm saying. So ship them both. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. So <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna move the Browns again. Yes. You're gonna move the Bengals. Yes. And which one goes to which one goes to England and which one goes to oh I'll say Portugal. China? That's, that's that's where your family's from. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I, I was gonna say family. China. Isn't that like isn't that the plan? Mm. I think that's problematic, but yeah, all right. 
Uh, uh, I'm sure travel, they pay perhaps? for teams. <laughs> yeah, that too, and, and freedom and such. Oh, yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think uh, I, feel like the, uh, I feel like London deserves the Browns. You know, they, uh, yeah. they, they could use a little bit of drama, but nothing too happy, nothing too um, exciting. You know? Yeah, I mean, this is a country where it rains 80% of the time, so they yeah. do enjoy themselves some misery. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is also a country that invented the game of soccer and hasn't won the World Cup since right. 1966. So I think the Browns would be a fitting franchise for them, but the Bengals aren't much better. I mean, they've never won as right. well. Right. Well, I was going to say, if we, them, if we ship them to Portugal, let's say, as you, mm. uh, as you said, my, uh, my people from, <laughs> from the same mother. Um, mother, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. What I, whatever I'm trying to say is the Bengals would be perfect for the Portuguese because guess what? The Portuguese what? don't watch football. They don't give a damn. And it would be perfect for the Bengals. It would, yeah. Cause it's pretty much it's, status quo. Yeah, they, not, not much would change. Yeah, I so like I mean, wait, you're, you're on board? you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, well, I mean, my initial thought was um, force Dan Snyder to, to sell the, the Redskins and then just change them oh. to the, London, the Washington Redcoats. Right, okay. It's, it still works out. I like that. And then just ship them over. Problem solved. And you probably have to change the logo slightly. But I think you could just you could just make the guy on the helmet paler, okay, and it would probably still work. All right. So yeah, give him a little top hat or something. I don't know. Though these are not bad ideas. If somebody know. Uh, could get on this and tweet um, whoever needs to be tweeted, it would be great. Yeah, if if somebody can get in contact with Roger Goodell, um, our our DMs are always open. He can uh, hit us up, and we'll we'll sell him these ideas for uh, small money. Yeah, and I don't know if you know, but he's uh, currently uh, meeting with Antonio Brown, I believe. So oh, that was today, fun. yes. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to see what comes out of that. Yeah, uh, so for all of you listening to this in the future, and this is old news, and I still haven't heard what happened to Antonio Brown, please let me know. <laughs> yeah, please tweet at Mike Mellon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you even have Twitter? I don't that. know. No, I, yeah, I don't think you it. do. <laughs> Although uh, my guess is your Twitter handle will be uh, leave me low me, me loan. What was it? What was your? That was uh, yeah. I was going through stuff, <laughs> <laughs> but it was me low in the middle. But it was leave me loan, right? Which I thought, I was, thought was super pretty... clever. Yeah, no, Thank I'm you. I'm a big fan of wordplay, and I was I was I was I was impressed with that one. You know, but I, those are darker times, and we're here. We're chatting <laughs> football. Yeah, life couldn't be better. Sunny, you know, it's warm. At least in right. my imagination. Right. At least inside this conversation, it's beautiful. It is. You know All what right, else is beautiful? Well, what else is beautiful? Uh, the New England Patriots. Yes. Well, let's yeah, let's talk about these charges. Speaking of warm. All right, fine. Um, so this was, I thought, an interesting group of of players in in general. The head coach was Mike Riley, who I had never heard of, still never heard of. I mean, it's not a name that. I remember it. I don't know about you. I do, it, not really. Doesn't ring no, well. Like, not even a little bit. I saw a picture of him. Like I looked him up and everything. Not not a fucking clue. I think he may have coached at Nebraska because he's wearing Nebraska stuff even on his like football like NFL like profile. But good for him. Apparently, only coached the NFL for three years. All with the um, the Chargers. 
from 99 to 2001. Uh-huh. He went 8 and 8 the first year, 1 and 15 the second year, and then 5 and 11, and he was never invited back. I At least he's that. Coach Although, in the NFL. Chargers haven't done much better since. I mean, they had a couple of good runs, but. Yeah, they have, but every time they have a good run, they fire their coach. So, I mean, those laws, the Marty Schottenheim year where didn't they go like 14 and 2 and he still got fired yeah, or whatever did. the hell it was? That was yeah. Insane. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to that at some point in this uh, this podcast down the road because I think the Patriots had something to do with that. I think so as well. Yeah, but this uh, this Chargers team, led by the well-renowned Mike Riley, uh, actually started the season 3-0 and um, before losing their game before this one to the Browns, I think it was. Mm. So 3-1 and coming into this game. And actually started the season five and two, and ended it five and eleven. So uh, I'm not quite job. sure what happened because you know I'm I'm not a Chargers fan, thank God. But like that's just the wheels falling the fuck off. That that's very Buffalo Bills esque. It felt right, which uh, made sense because there are some ties here to the Buffalo Bills. I think the biggest tie would be their starting quarterback Doug Flutie. Doug Weedy's box Flutie, yeah. Of um, and if you if you didn't know before watching this game, the announcers would beat it over the fucking head for you that he is from uh, Massachusetts. No, play, played at BC. Get the less. fuck out of here! Right? <laughs> did you know that? Did Did you know that after the game? I I I did. Yeah. I did. Oh, it was nauseating. It was yeah. it was the 2001 version of uh, Did you know? Um, this tight end played basketball in college, sort of thing. You know, did you know Patrick Mahomes used to play shortstop? Well, it's funny that you bring ball? him up because I was actually thinking. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is is Flutie the original Patrick Mahomes? Ooh, uh, I think so. Okay, because he's because he has uh, an I mean, arm. I mean, yeah, they, Mary, all that they have. I mean, they have had mobile quarterbacks before him because with you know, Randall, Randall Cunningham and Warren Moon and that lot and Steve Young. Yeah. Um, so maybe Steve Young may have been the first Patrick Mahomes. Are you saying that because uh, Flutie's short? I'm saying that because they're all short, yeah. They're all short and mobile. Is Steve Young short? He's not that big, I don't think. I mean, he, uh, he's not uh, Doug Flutie short. Doug Flutie's 5'9". Yeah, and that's what I'm getting at. That's why he couldn't be Patrick Mahomes. Way to go, man. <laughs> How tall is Patrick Mahomes? I have no idea. <laughs> Steve Young is 6'2". See? He's taller than I am. So, yeah, he's, he's my height, which... Wow. Okay. Patrick... I just said taller than I am. You have to <laughs> trump me by stating your height. Wonderful. Sorry. Well, I mean, you're not exactly... I mean, what are you, six feet? Yeah. Well, yes. I think I'm like a quarter of an inch off. Whatever. We'll call it six feet. I don't mind rounding up. I'm like six one and seven eight, so six two and you're six feet. All right. Patrick fine. what do you think how tall do you think Patrick Mahomes is comparatively? I don't know. He seems tall and lanky, so I gotta think he's like I wanna say well, I think he's probably like six feet. He's six three. Damn. Right? See that guy was built for this. I guess so. What about and Tom Brady is actually six four, so he's actually about Tom Brady's size, which I always felt like he was much shorter. Interesting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Flutie. I don't know. I mean, 
I say that because he had a rocket arm. He was, uh, you know, he was pretty good at scrambling, running. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess he didn't do the cross body stuff. I don't really know who does that other than maybe Favre. But yeah, uh, Rogers, yeah, that's true. Uh, but you know, I'm saying it right here, Doug Flutie, the original Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. No, I he think there's a lot of structure. Right. Yeah, and I think he was a bit before his time for this. Oh, I agree. Um, but he did. Um. He did have a good year this year, even though they went five and eleven. Because uh, the whole controversy, like that's why I was bringing up the Bills, was that the Bills had Doug Flutie and uh, uh, whoever they went with, was it Todd Collins, maybe. Wait, where are the Bills? Was it yeah. uh, Rob Johnson? That's who it was. Yeah, I knew it was one of those. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what to call him anymore. But just the the plethora of, um, fucking awful. Bills quarterbacks, but yeah, it was Rob Johnson. So, so they had both of those in the prior year, right. and they were like switching back and forth between them. And um, let's see, I have it here. Uh, Rob Johnson started eleven games, went four and seven. Doug Flutie nice. started five games and went four and one. <laughs> well, and it's funny because. Uh, Tom Donahue, I think, was the, uh, the Bills GM at that time. And yeah. he said that they decided to get – because for salary, salary cap reasons, they couldn't keep both of them or whatever. Right. So they picked Rob Johnson because he is more talented. That is a quote. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's 100% correct. And, uh, yeah, because they, they basically – I think Rob Johnson struggled, so they ended up putting Flutie in at the end of the year, and he won as many games as Rob Johnson did in half as many starts. Right. Because that's kind of what Flutie did. It, it was never particularly pretty, but he always found a way to do it. And he had that like fourth quarter magic that the commentators in this game were gushing all over him. They but they, yeah, because there was even a thing in the Boston Globe talking about how uh, basically the Bills had made the wrong choice sticking with Rob Johnson because <laughs> he went in 2001. Because yeah, the, the, uh, Chargers who were 1-15 the year before got Flutie and mm-hmm. started off the season 5-2 and two. and Rob Johnson on the other hand started the season 1-7 before he was benched for Alex Van Pelt of all people. Oh nice. Yeah, I remember him. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, and he finished, he finished season 2-6 and six, so he was one game better than Rob Johnson who they paid Why? a bunch of money because, for. Because uh, he is more talented. Apparently, just barely. <laughs> um, um, no, it's a disaster. Yeah, so Flutie Although, had was like... Was the age thing, though? I mean, yeah, I think Flutie was sure. getting up in age at that point. Yeah. Um, Rob Johnson was 28 in 2001. And let's see how old Flutie was. He was probably significantly older. <laughs> he was 39. So Yeah, I mean... so Which is 100 and... <laughs> The GM could have just basically said, you know, it's an age thing and we're trying to groom Rob Johnson, but instead he went with the talent. Uh, yeah, so and that, that came to back to bite him a little <laughs> bit. Um, but yeah, so Flutie had a decent year. He threw for almost 3,500 yards, 15 touchdowns, but he also threw 18 picks. So nice. kind of up and down, which I think we saw a little bit of in this game. He was He was actually pretty good in this game, but not as effective in the red zone. Uh, he also well, finished with. Yeah, he was he's twelve and one all time um, before this game at Foxborough. 
That's true, yeah. But yeah. most of those games were for while playing for BC. <laughs> All right. Well, it counts. But he had already done a stint with the Patriots before this. Right. Which was interesting. Because I remember when he came back when he was like in his 40s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he had the drop kick for the extra point. Exactly. But I didn't realize he kind of... Yeah, he started in Chicago back in the 80s. Came to New England for a couple of years. Didn't really play much. Well, he started a few games, actually. In 88, he actually started nine games and went six and three. Yep. But they didn't stick with him. Then he went to Buffalo and then San Diego and then back to New England for that one year. Well, and um, I mean, Belichick had a lot of respect for him because, uh, I mean, uh, I'm at the end of the game, he sought him out, gave him a hug. Yeah. Uh, Again, that was before he sold his soul, which we established was circa 2004. Right, 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 right. Oh. Well, did you catch when, uh, and this jumping ahead a little bit, but when Brady threw his last touchdown right at the end, he they they showed a shot of him celebrating. Yeah. And his face, like no smile, nothing. He just threw his hands up in the touchdown celebration. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> and then he was done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's good. Yeah. But um, the one other thing that they didn't actually mention at all in this game, but uh, I found when I was doing research on the Chargers, was um, the backup to Doug Flutie and was sitting on the bench was uh, a rookie Drew Brees. That's right. Yeah, who didn't see the game at all. Um, and would, I think he, I think from what I remember, Drew Brees actually kind of struggled a bit at San Diego. Yeah. And then he, he got hurt, and then he did, yeah. And then they moved on, and we all know what happened. I will say though, uh, one of my notes about Doug Flutie was I haven't seen anybody put as much effort into throwing a football mm-hmm. since Drew Brees as Doug Flutie. He puts a hundred and twenty percent effort in throwing that football. It looks like he's gonna like tear his top half of his body off his bottom half. Yeah, he does zip them in there though. Oh, he does. But even like any sort of it doesn't matter what it is, he's just right. he's just slinging it. It's amazing. So what you're saying is he's not the original Patrick Mahomes. He's he is uh, he is the the top of the the family tree. You know, if, if you're to do like almost like a coaching tree, but with quarterbacks, he's the top. And coming off yeah. of him, at one side is Patrick Mahomes, and the other side is Drew Brees. Wow! So it all starts with Flutie. I love it. It does, yeah. That that is the beginning of both of those guys' careers. Doug Flutie you know paved that, that uh, way. That he threw a uh, a hail mary pass at um, Boston College. <laughs> <laughs> it was complete. I, that, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, to to beat like a like undefeated Miami team or something like that, right? That's right. The the number one ranked team at the time. Or something yeah, like I don't that. know who it was, but yeah, I just uh, remember the uh, celebration videos. Oh yeah, absolutely. Where he's wearing the uh, cutoff shirt. Yeah, hell yeah, the like, cutoff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Um, speaking of rookies on this Chargers team, uh, their running back. You may have heard of him, Ladanian Tomlinson. This was his That's rookie right. season. Hell of a rookie season. Yeah, heard. yeah. He ran for twelve hundred yards and ten touchdowns this year, and at this point in the season, was actually the leading rusher going into this game. Well, it was insane, too, because they were pointing out that at this point, week five, he had seven touchdowns, 
And the previous year, the Tigers <laughs> had seven rushing touchdowns total. Yeah, and he already had so, it in week five. Yeah, it was a pretty big uh, upgrade. Although, yeah. now that we talk about it, though, week five, he had seven touchdowns. He finished the year with 10 touchdowns. So yeah, I so um, I, I, my guess is that either teams figured him out or they just figured that offense out because, I mean, they stopped winning games. So my guess is they got yeah. behind and had to just start chucking the ball and got right, away from actually sense. running it. Because even this game, they they tried to stick with the run, but LT finished 24 carries, 74 yards. Mm. So it's not great. He had a touchdown, but as long as run was 14, it's not like he was blowing things up in this game. He, I mean, he looked good, and he had some pretty strong runs. Yeah. But the Pages actually kept him surprisingly bottled up for how much the uh, the commentators were talking him up. I thought it was going to be a bigger deal. He also made me think of you because, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he one of your favorite players of all time? No, no, he was exactly no. the opposite. <laughs> correct on that one. <laughs> exactly. I, I've hated him ever since he came I'm out. Pretty sure you had a, uh, a, a jersey, didn't you? No, not Are me. You sure? Yeah. You don't want to admit it to the public? I don't. I don't, I don't buy <laughs> non-patriot. Actually, I, well, I do buy non-patriot jerseys, but they're of um, usually failures. My favorite is uh, Maurice Claret jersey. Oh, that's a sore subject. Hey, it was a cheap jersey. I'll tell you that. I got it for like fifteen bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and like whatever that Marshalls is in Lawrence. Oh yeah, yeah. It sells like yeah, all the the jerseys with like I've got a couple of ones. I think I have ones like Tim Couch. I've got one that. Uh, are they like legit though, or are they like slightly wonky? No, I, well, these ones are actually pretty legit. I have one that's um, I can't remember who it was, some Bills receiver, but the the name was put on upside down. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a it's, Dave uh, Meggett where the numbers were off center, not quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we probably shopped at the same place then. Yeah. Yeah, and I had uh, who was the uh, the Raiders quarterback? A- Aaron Brooks was it? Oh, Aaron Brooks, yeah. Yeah, so I got one of those. So I was giving those away as uh, Christmas gifts back in college. So gotcha. I can't have them anymore, but they're out there. Well, all right. If you don't want to admit to being the hugest, <laughs> not hugest, but top five biggest fans of Ladinian, then we can move on. But I all right, just, no, I, I think remember that, it. I don't know. I think I think you may be confusing me with one of my brothers. So we'll have to ask them. When they Maybe. Come back on. I don't know. I'm going, we're going on the record that <laughs> we're a Ladanian fan. The biggest. All right. Top five. Yeah. A Ladanian stan, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. No, he sucks. Um, he's had oh, he, was, he was really good. He was just a. He was well, just yeah. A he wasn't such a blowhard. Actually, he yeah, wasn't exactly. even blow or harding anything. He was, uh, <laughs> he was a kind of a pansy and he whined a lot. But, anyways, he has he a did. vendetta. Him and Marshall Falk. They hate the Patriots of the past, and I'm sick oh, of Oh, they do. And um, Mark Brunell, of all people. And Mark Brunell. Yeah, he was crying over Deflategate. I don't know if you yeah. remember that. Get like over yourself, Like legitimately crying on television. Come on. Some people. Jerry he Rice. He's just mad because he lost the AFC Championship against them. Yep. Yep. I Jerry Rice, yeah. Mr. Stickum. Love the guy. Yeah. But he admits to, to cheating himself, which yeah. I would say – Deflated or not, intentional or not, who gives a crap about one PS tie? But if you mm-hmm. got glue in your hands, that probably has a contribution yeah. to, to certain parts of the game. You would think, or wouldn't you? Receiver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but hey, who am I? Yeah. Let's Can just, we let's get Jerry just... Rice on here? <laughs> we that oh, <laughs> I guarantee he'd come on right now to defend his honor. Yeah. 
So well, let's do that. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll have I'll have our people talk to his people. See what we can set up. Make it happen, man. Because I'm furious. <laughs> <laughs> all right speaking of wide receivers though um had you heard of any of the these uh charges wide receivers because here's the list that i have i have curtis conway who was their leading receiver i, I didn't uh jeff graham who if no. you had told me the name jeff graham i would have thought he was like a stand-up comedian he is he's fucking hilarious <laughs> His uh his stand-up special came out two months ago. I highly recommend you watch it. I think it's yeah? on Netflix. I'm not sure. Oh, okay, all right. I'll I'll keep an eye out for that when I'm browsing Netflix. Yeah, he's really good. Um and then the only name I actually did recognize was Tim Dwight. Tim Dwight was good. Solid because well, Turner. He eventually played for the Patriots. When was that? I vaguely remember that. Uh, I don't remember. It was like end of his career, and he didn't last very long. I think he was just there to do punt returns. In nice. I think he was supposed to spell either Welker or Edelman at punt returns, and he didn't do gotcha. very well. Gotcha, so, gotcha. But uh, he was good in this game. He the Patriots couldn't stop a a wide receiver slant, or they just didn't want to. And they they apparently forgot how to tackle on special teams. Oh yeah, kickoffs were. Um, an adventure to say the yeah. least for, for both sides. I feel like, yeah, yeah, look, I mean, I've been a champion of Lee Johnson. Um, <laughs> oh, we'll get to Lee Johnson. <laughs> Just you wait. Uh, oh, I got a big old section on Lee Johnson to talk about. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll hold off. But, I mean, All right. I'm Championing this guy. And that's the problem with putting yourself out there. Yeah. You shouldn't have done it, but um, the defense actually has some even bigger names. I thought um, some names that Pats fans will also, Recognize because both Rodney Harrison and Junior Seo, who made the Pro Bowl this year, uh, ended up Junior playing Seo for the Patriots. Mm hmm. Like 2019? No, the 2001, this year that we're talking about. Oh, okay. The I reason thought, for this podcast, Mr. Mello. I thought you were saying, okay, gotcha. Keep up. Yeah, I don't, know, I, don't, like, no, I don't think he's making any Pro Bowls this year. Right. I thought you were being insensitive. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, Junior Seo, rest in peace, bud. Yeah, exactly. He was awesome. Yeah, he was he was the heart and soul of the team. And, he was. Yeah. Level. So they between it was those two and also Marcellus Wiley on the defensive line. And I guess uh Ryan McNeil, the cornerback, went to the Pro Bowl this year as well. Those four were That's all Pro solid. Bowls on the defense. Yeah. So setting the stage there, I think talking about how good this defense was, we should actually start talking about the Pages offense. Because and especially Tom Brady, because this to me was the first game that Brady actually was the reason the Patriots won, like in his career. Well, way to way to you know bring that up so quickly <laughs> before we even talk about it. Give it a little suspense, man. Now you know no one remembers the outcome of these Dude, games. Like, we you know, we've we've given this game fucking twenty years of suspense. No, no, we gotta. All right, <laughs> fine. They won, guys. They won this game. Um, no, I actually, uh, I think this is uh, me being serious here. Okay. I think that this game, outside of any championship or playoff games, mm. uh, it's probably, and it's one that you don't even think about, but it's probably like one of the top twenty regular season games of the dynasty, and it's definitely yeah. worth a rewatch if uh, anyone has access to it. Yeah, I 100% because I, I was I was watching the game today and it got like 
I think it was eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. I knew what the outcome was. Yeah. I'm still sitting there. I, I had a moment of doubt of like, wait, they they do win this game, right? Like how I'm not quite sure how it's gonna happen because they're down ten points with eight minutes left and going against this ridiculous defense. Right. And I highly Brady. recommend like not knowing the uh, results going in, man, because you know, <laughs> I didn't, and I was like, "Well, this is pretty cool." I'm, I feel like I'm reliving like everything all over again. <laughs> See that because that's how you've been watching games, but I, I knew because you know I've been for my website. I've like been in this like all these stats and everything and, and the results and all that yeah, for a while now. True. So I yeah, I've kind of like I know like from numbers wise and win loss wise like how the season went on. Yeah, but I, I don't actually remember watching this game. Like I don't remember any like Dude, I remember you know a, I, I remember Brady throwing his first touchdown. Like that that plays is in yeah. my mind, and then the the game winner that he threw to Wiggins. Well, you know what's sad about this? I I think I didn't miss a Patriots game for I think until like 2007. To be honest, yeah, uh, me too. So it was probably like you know I don't know 15 20 years you know 15 years of like straight football. Yeah. And I, I didn't want to miss a game. It was very important to me. And I, you know, love watching the Patriots. It's a good time. But looking back, I'm like, I don't remember a damn thing about anything that I watched. No. And I, I made sure to watch every one of them. So maybe they yeah. all bleed in together. But I feel like looking back, I'm like, man, uh, maybe I shouldn't have uh, tried to catch every single one. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I just feel like because and, uh, it's, it's also been 20 years. I know, I know. And at the moment, you're, you know, you're experiencing it, you know, yeah. as it happens. So it's one thing, but I'm like, I do not remember most of this. So it's great yeah. to, to watch it again. It really is. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing. It's like this for like how, like the, all the, the feelings that I remember this season, like the bits and pieces that I remember, I, I thought I remembered more than I actually did because yeah. all of these games that I watched with the exception of the Jets one where, where Bledsoe went down, uh, I, I remembered almost nothing of any of these games. Mm-hmm. And so it is almost like part of it is watching it for the first time. Yeah. But you know how it's going to end up, which is kind of cool. And you and there's also that added thing of like getting to see Tom Brady like you know as a young foal taking his first steps oh, from yeah. being born, knowing what that's going to turn into and like well, just and- just hearing all the the commentators talking about like oh this young kid might be something one day. Right, right. Like, oh, well, and I you knew, it was fascinating because you know the game itself was awesome to watch, but yeah, um, but the game before, you know, he sort of got crapped on by by Miami. So yeah. they they everyone was just writing him off, like we talked about, and mm. you know, they're like, oh, what controversy, whatever. And yeah. after this game, it sort of like reinvigorated everything. Uh, I think it did. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. I think this was the beginning of the uh, the actual quarterback controversy for the Patriots in this year yeah I agree yeah but um yeah because like you said uh like the Patriots it felt like they had been written off because they're one and three at this point uh and when I was putting together all like the Boston Globes like sports pages for the day of and then the day after uh like pre and post game the the front page of the sports section the day of the game didn't have anything about the Patriots on it oh yeah that's right just just wasn't there um, and it wasn't like the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox have been eliminated from the playoffs. So just talking about like it was all just baseball playoffs, basically, and some hockey stuff. But there was mm. no mention of the Patriots. I mean, that's pretty interesting, though. It's a, it's been what almost twenty years since uh, they were an afterthought. 
Yeah, yeah, because it, it wouldn't happen again. Because this is when they kind of started winning, and it didn't really stop for the next nineteen. Well, years. The, the other incredible thing about this is like, um, and I don't know if I mentioned this last last week, but watching this team kind of grow from the 2000 season until now and then eventually what they became it's almost as if like you were watching like the Bengals, right so the mm. Bengals, you know they they crap themselves every year and then one year there's this kid you know like the Minshew guy or all, all these yeah. new kids up, and they take the team by storm and they, they never let it up right so mm-hmm. you know they don't lose their job they and it just continues from that point on so imagine the Bengals just becoming a powerhouse for the next 20 years tomorrow. That, that's what happened, basically. <laughs> yeah, when they're, when they're um, $100 million starting, like franchise starting quarterback goes down, and they're like, you know what, fuck it, we're going to start this random dude who right. nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, like a Gardner Minshew. Yeah, yeah if, he, if he had just taken them and just won the rest of the games and won the Super yep. Bowl, and then stuck around for the next 20 years. Yep. Like that's 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 really hard to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you want to put like Patrick Holmes in that list, it's like yeah, they they got rid of a, a solid quarterback in Alex Smith, and now all of a sudden this kid that nobody really knew about, even though he was drafted in the first round, right, taking the world by storm. But even he's like struggling, and no, I mean, he, yeah. he didn't he didn't win a Super Bowl his first year. Like what the fuck? Right, right. <laughs> MVP. Yeah. yeah, but the one thing I noticed about the Patriots offensive game plan this was that it seemed like they were going to be trusting Tom Brady in the game, even against this defense. Right. I mean, that's interesting. You think that they had that going in because the run game was not working from the beginning. That's true. But I mean, like they, they started the second drive, like inside their own 10 yard line. Uh, The first play was yeah. Five. Yeah. Five wide zero running back. Like yeah. empty backfield, and letting Tom Brady throw out of his own end zone, like. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I also like so he threw for over 50 passes in this game, which is insane. He and did. This is actually I I was looking it up. It's the well, the kind of 11th most passes he's ever thrown. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, right off the bat. But I I was also wondering because I mean that that defense was like brutal. I mean it was uh you know they're fast, they're big, um mm-hmm. and they blitz a lot, um especially with Rodney and junior mm. so um so do you think that part of it was especially when the run game just crapped itself do you think that uh belichick was like you know what we're gonna give this kid experience and whatever happens happens or do you think it was more of uh we're gonna win this by doing it this way i mean i think i i, I don't know uh, it felt like they were like yeah no this kid can do what we ask of him Mm. And I don't think they were asking a ton because there was a whole lot of like bubble screens and basically it seemed like they told them, you know, if one of your wide receivers, mm-hmm. if the defensive back playing against him is off him for 10 yards, just like catch the ball and chuck it at him and let him get that eight, nine yards, you know, before the guy can catch him because they did that a bunch of times. So what you're saying is that the uh, Tom Brady game plan hasn't changed for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he was still throwing down the ball. He, he could throw a beautiful out route. He could, but his deep ball, man, like I wrote that that was like one of the weaker, um, you know, the weaker spots in his game was his it deep was. ball. And I know he's never been like a perfect deep ball guy anyway, but no. um, in this game, 
I, it looked like it needed to be worked on. Like, uh, yeah, he was yes. precise, he was accurate, his decision making was great, but like, yeah, his deep balls were a little off. I thought he had a couple that were like right in the money, but they were dropped. I can right, remember right. one specifically from Patton down the sideline, but yeah, I, it was it was surprising to see him overthrowing deep balls. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you need timing down with those guys. Yeah. And- you know, he didn't but like, work, but. you don't ever really see him overthrow anybody anymore. Like that's not he his can't. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Uh, but yeah, so this game he did uh, throw his first ever touchdown pass to the vaunted Terry Glenn, who had a, a what I felt was a very Terry Glenn game. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. And before we even get into that. Like, do you find it odd um, compared to maybe now even? Do you find it odd that Belichick, after suspending from a year, then he got reduced to four games, and then he was forced to come back? He didn't have to play him. So didn't you find that it was odd that once the suspension got reduced that he was this active in the first game that he was back? No. Uh, For a couple reasons. One, uh, the main reason is because Belichick always says, uh, I'm doing what's best for the team. And what's best for the team was to have that talent on the field. And especially because it was this defense. Mm-hmm. And because they knew, I, I'm guessing they knew they were going to have to throw it. And so to give Brady that option, because I don't remember how many catches he had in the first half, Terry Glenn, but I think it was like nine. Yeah. And he went for like 97 yards and a touchdown. Or maybe it was like six, actually. But yeah, it was up there. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But he was kind of the the main option for Brady throwing mm-hmm. balls kind of at the sideline that Terry Glenn would make these diving toe tap. Amazing. On. Which, I mean, if social media was like prominent um, around that time, that would be, he might be like the, the next Odell Beckham based on oh, yeah. games catches alone. Yeah. He was, he was making a ton of them. I mean, he, I think he had one catch in the second half, but, so it was okay, very, yeah, I know. very Terry Glenn just like disappeared immediately when the game actually starts. How about, dude, he, he had, I think, three back-to-back sideline grabs, and they were all like, one of them, he went dead leg. He basically yeah. caught the ball, and as he was flying out of bounds, his legs drop, and I, I don't know how this is humanly possible, but they drop. Um, he did another one that was very similar, and then the third time, uh, he, he definitely caught a sideline catch, and they called it incomplete. And you know, Oh, that's right, yeah anyway or whatever but that was a beautiful catch as well so yeah uh it was incredible to watch but yeah he fell he disappeared in the second half for whatever reason yep yeah yeah it's just typical terry glenn like but i mean we're, um, we're talking before we we his entire career with the patriots he never had uh multiple touchdowns in a game right which is mind-blowing for how good of a player he was well um did I say that Randy Moss never had one either? I believe you made that claim. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I believe it was quickly debunked, but yeah. Well, <laughs> if you want to stick with that, you're more than welcome. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying that, you know, great players don't necessarily have that um, yeah. all the time. Uh, but no, I, I was correlating this to things like, um, like, remember when Wes Walker was like, you know, making a couple of foot jokes with, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, What's his face? Um, Rex, Rex Ryan. Yeah. So Belichick, even though it wasn't the greatest thing for the team, he benched him for the first quarter of that game, and they lost. So that's true. 
Yeah. I'm like, why? Where's the double standard? Unless he just didn't like West, which I know that that is sort of rumored anyway. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wonder if we would know more if this, like you said, this was happening today in the the age of social media, and you know, if it would be more along the lines of seeing what Antonio Brown has been putting out there. True. It would have been similar to that. Yeah, I don't know, but Wes was like such a quiet dude anyway. Um, except for that one moment, he got punished. Yeah. I thought fairly severely. I mean, wasn't that a playoff game? Yeah. Mm. I think it was. Was that the playoff game? I don't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a playoff game. He was benched for the first quarter. It may have been. Yeah, that was just a bad game all around. So I don't know. Now here's a uh, you know maybe it's an out there question. I don't know. You can tell me, but. Um, do you think that we could get Belichick on here at some point and have him discuss that? Uh, after he point. retires, yes. Oh, you think Which, so? I, I think that would, yeah, because by the time we've actually caught up to modern day Patriots in, yeah. in 19 years or however long it'll take us to do that, <laughs> he will hopefully have eventually retired at that point if he's still alive. And yeah. then we will have him on because we will be the preeminent uh, Patriots podcast. Dude, in like 20 years, I'm going to hold you to this. So, okay. Um, All right. If I remember. <laughs> if either of us is still alive in 20 years, right. let's be honest. It's a long time. Yeah. Um, all right. So going back to Brady, the one other note I had on here was um, a couple, but the one that I want to talk about next is I uh, noticed that there was a whole lot of hard counts from Tom Brady. And I think that was in direct correlation to what the Chargers defense was doing. Mm. Because it felt like every single play, at least Junior Seau, if not both middle linebackers, would run up and pretend to try time the snap count. Yep. And both of them kind of like jumped on either side of the, uh, the, the center there. And oh, that's right. I think even on the first drive... They had, uh, I had it written down somewhere, but they, the first, I think it was the first drive, they had uh, two offsides penalties trying to time that, yep. that jump. And at least one of them was on Junior Seo. And then again, like towards the end of the game, even Rodney Harrison got into it, was like trying to time that would like jump over. And they actually, on occasion, actually managed to get back yep. on sides before the, the, the ball was actually snapped. But, it was very know, like that, that was sort of a knock on them at that time in their careers as well, though, because I think they, they were very sharp and aggressive, but then at the same time, yeah. they were also very emotional. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if one or two things goes awry or, you know, you hurt your team, I mean, they might be overcompensating and that, that sort of creates a whole different issue with the defense. So, oh, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think they had. I know the Chargers ended this game with like twice as many penalties as the Patriots had. Mm. The vast majority of those were on on the defense for things like jumping off sides or just getting a bit too, like you said, emotional. Right. Well, and I also thought it was interesting um, in what Brady was doing, and I think it was foreshadowing the rest of his career. But I mean, this kid's a young kid. He's, you know, third game in and the defense was aggressive and he was willing to, you could already see him throwing footballs at like people's feet on screens. Yes. Um, so he was willing to give up that play, uh, which he never lost, but that's a, that's pretty unique for a young kid. And I don't necessarily remember thinking about that back then. 
Right. Um, but yeah, looking back, I mean, he was pretty good at avoiding that kind of stuff and being aware of what was happening um, with the defense. Yeah, it was like the antithesis of uh, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, it really was, man. I know was, we were trying to like, uh, yeah, trying to chuck that ball like no look pass over the over his shoulder as he's getting sacked, which yeah. is usually picked off in return for a touchdown. Yeah, no. So and and I also like, you know, uh, Belichick was already throwing out different types of defense and 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 uh, whatnot on the other side of it. So oh yeah, they were, they were you could see little bits of both of them kind of coming together, which was I thought pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the Pages defense. That's a good segue. Yeah. Um, because I thought they balled out in this game. They, this was the prototypical bend, don't break defensive like showcase. Because mm. the Chargers were, I think, the best team in the red zone. I think they showed a stat early on. Yep. Or like, I don't know, top three or whatever it was, like in scoring red zone touchdowns. Yeah. Which I'm assuming most of those were Ladanian Tomlinson runs because he already had seven up to that point in the season. But um, the Patriots' defense held the Chargers to, I think, it was at least two, maybe three red zone stops. Where like, The Chargers had, I think, first and goal from the one or the two and couldn't score in the first Right, quarter. and that was in the first quarter, yeah. So yep. it was 3-3 at that point. But yep. I think that was a major turning point just to kind of prove what they could do. Exactly, and then they did it again at the end of the half too. Yep. Um, and I think that actually ended in a missed field goal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The. Uh, well, yeah, no. The uh, the. Wasn't that wasn't the end of the half a miss by Vinatieri actually? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so it was. Uh, yeah, it was actually to begin the the second quarter. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, because then the Chargers drove all the way down and then kind of went three and out in the, like, inside the 10-yard line, like, first and goal. Mm-hmm. Missed, missed the field goal. And then the Patriots actually, like, from there, marched all the way down the field and Brady scored his first touchdown. Well, and to piggyback off of that, I know we're talking defense, but it was funny because Tom Brady throws his first touchdown. Yeah. Unitary misses the extra point. Yes. And then they're, they're running the two-minute drill, uh, the Pats are, in the second quarter. Um, Terry Glenn, another beautiful sideline catch. Yes. Uh, Brady driving it, like, pretty pretty well-executed two-minute drill. And yes. then Unitary misses the field goal. So yes. that, was, that could be enough to just crush a team right there. Yeah, and just uh, you, you don't ever remember Vinatieri ever missing field goals. And no. the, I th- apparently these were the first that he ever he missed this season, too. Oh, yeah, he was like six for six and yeah, had always but, like extra points. Yeah, but he would always have one of these games every once in a while. So I remember he had one of these against the Texans where the commentators kept saying, oh, he's never missed a kick indoors in his however many years of playing. And he missed right. like four in that game before he kicked the game winner in overtime against a team they should have blown the doors off of. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, it was uh, – I mean, they had a lot of different things working against them, but we could go back to the defense and tackle those later. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I mean, that's fine. We can keep talking about Tom Brady. I'll talk about Tom Brady for days because that two-minute offense, I think, should be called out as well because it, yeah, it was I mean, a it was, whole – I, I think two-minute Tom Brady was still there, but the offense itself, it was like a slow-mo version of what they do now. Mm-hmm. And he was still trying to do trickery, but he wasn't good at it. 
Because you well, can see it, him like the the fake spike play. Yeah. Where you can oh, yeah, see that. he's 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 calling routes to the receivers, but yeah. then he's doing like, oh, I'm gonna spike, I'm gonna spike it. And like nobody fall for that. Except for the the commentators, like, oh, I can't believe he threw the ball there. It looked like a fake spike. Like right, he was right. he was calling a play before he said he was gonna do his fake spike. It took him like forty five seconds to get it off, too. Yeah, and uh, the awareness of just like timeouts and things like that. Like I, I made a note yes. towards the end of the game as well. Um, you know, he executed the way he was supposed to, but I think he left like thirty seconds on the clock, and I, I yep. just know that at some point Brady would never let that happen. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I bet he looks back on that now and be like, "Oh, what the fuck was I thinking?" Right. And <laughs> it almost came back to haunt them too. So thirty it seconds did. is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We now. That we, I wanted to make sure we talk about that, but yeah, let's let's go back to the uh, Patriots defense, right? Because there was one stat at the beginning of the game that I thought uh, felt a little bit like this season, kind of, where oh, yeah, um, I know what you're they mentioned that the Patriots defensive backs had scored more touchdowns than Patriots wide receivers by a margin of two to one. Yeah, that's that insane. Which is brutal. It is very reminiscent of today, though. Um, a little bit. I mean, not yeah. not quite to the same extent. No, no. But yeah, that was. Uh... I mean, and to your point, I mean that's that's sort of why Terry Glenn was brought back, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, because it it had been, uh, what I think a lot of commentators' favorite word is when talking about offense like this. It had been anemic. Right. It had. Yeah, it hadn't been much. Um, I mean, if we're going to do a bit of a crossover, Brian Cox, who's been, I think, probably the defensive player of this season so far up until this point. Yeah, playing like an I, animal. And, yeah. you know, he's the energy behind that defense, too. So, I mean, oh my God, yeah. the guys are just throwing their bodies around. Yeah, and they're feeding off of him. You can you can feel it from, from watching the game. But uh, I think his big play of this game actually came on offense when he lined up his fullback on a third and one. Yep. And then they threw it to him, and he caught it and got a first down. That was pretty awesome. That was beautiful. I'm like, oh my god, a linebacker catching passes from Tom Brady. This is this is some trickery. I'm like, oh, just you wait. Vrabel's Vrabel's time is coming. But I mean, Vrabel. I mean, yeah, yeah. We we don't need to touch on that now. But man, his numbers as a tight end are phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. They're out of control. Um, the other the other quote I had uh, related to the offense actually here. I'm jumping all over the place. Was um. Tight end has been really absent from the passing game. This is where they miss a player like Ben Coates, mm. which you could replace Ben Coates with uh, Rob Gronkowski this year, and it feels, again, very familiar in the red zone. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, th- there was talk of, like, you know, the present-day Patriots sort of resembling the 2003 and 2004 Patriots, where it was solid mm. defense, um, you know, the these sort of shorter plays, uh, relying on passing backs or re- receiving backs, Um uh, so you might be right. Now, I don't know if that has to do with Brady's age. I don't think so because I don't think his play has fallen that much. I think it's just a structure of the team at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I think this year it's mostly just injuries to all the the big beef on right, the offensive right. side of the ball. Yeah, yeah, but you know, in in two thousand one, I guess it was just building a foundation that this. Uh, well, I mean, I was going to say Brady can kind of build off of and you know, have a security blanket. But I guess with a guy like Bledsoe, you probably would want a security blanket if he could pick up that concept as well. Right. Um, and I don't think he ever did, obviously. But Yeah, no, I don't think so either. 
Um, I think uh, one of the bright spots I, I noticed on defense was every time Lawyer Malloy blitzed because yeah, his timing yeah, was yes. impeccable. Oh yeah, the uh, the I wish that we could show this play, but uh, which one? There's a couple. Well, there's one that he blasted Flutie, and he was like, yes. it was just it was just Malloy and him, and uh, <laughs> he he and Flutie to his credit, I mean, he he tried to kind of get away, but uh, he did not, and he did not have a chance. Play. Yeah, but yeah, because it was one of those ones where he came from his safe position, and just timed it perfectly, so he hit the yep. line. And just came through unblocked. And he did it once um, on a running play too and caught LT in the backfield and just like lit him up. That man could, he could lay the wood like no other. Right. Or deliver the wood as we learned last week on football or not yes, football. Yes, that is correct. Yes, yeah. Hmm. Uh, speaking of uh, football or not football, let's get to uh, your boy Lee Johnson. Because oh, what he's doing out there could be considered either football or not football. I don't. <laughs> I, uh, Did you man. like that? <laughs> yeah, that was a segue right there, bud. It was great, and you're absolutely right. I don't know what the hell is going on with this guy. You know, it's funny too. Before we even get into what happened in this game with this guy, at the end of the game, they interviewed him, and they were basically like, you know, what if what if you get cut? What happens? And he basically said, "I've killed us enough." That's a direct quote. I've killed us <laughs> enough. If it happens, it happens. He was oh, 40 years that. old. Yeah, he was 40 years old. And he <laughs> finished the game because of like one of his plays with negative 19 rushing yards. So oh. all in all, I, and this, I don't know. Maybe this was his last game. We'll find out. But uh, I, I'm not sure, actually. He admitted that uh, he has been sucking, and he was okay with being cut, essentially. I mean, this, this was bad. His first punt was awful. And his second punt was really bad, but he got a good bounce off of it. But the last punt... Uh, it felt like your typical Patriots way of losing the game, where he got he got the he, I think he, he got the, he was standing on his own ten yard line, got the ball, and went to go punt it. it. Was taking forever, and a free rusher came in, so he tried to like take the ball and like put it round his back because I think he was going to try sidestep the guy and then kick it, but yeah. the guy caught him, so he kind of had it in his like he was holding onto the end of the ball with his fingers. <laughs> And he was getting spun around and the ball just like flew out of his hand backwards. So now the ball's sitting on the five-yard line. The guy that tackled him gets up, picks up the ball. Lee Johnson gets up and just kind of like watches him and then realizes, oh, fuck, this play's still going and goes to try to tackle him. He gets lit up by some other guy who's come and knocked his head off while the, while the guy who recovered the fumble just waltzes in for a touchdown who was a backup fullback. He wasn't even like some sort of role player on this team. Right. Well, you know, and you know why he did that, uh, which doesn't make any sense to me, but he has been in the league for so long at this point that yeah. he said he had seen this, um, you know, he's been rushed by a million guys. And so yeah. he feels that like, because they're all full steam ahead, you could sort of like, you know, fake them out and then get yeah. the ball off. But he said that even when he was in the it grasp worked. of the defender, he, he felt confident that he could still get the kickoff. And if anybody <laughs> can see this play, he is oh. holding it out. Like, I, yeah. I can't even like give a proper analogy of this, but he's he's basically holding it out so that anybody can grab it. Yeah, I feel. Like I'll, I'll, I'm going to see if I can uh, cap that play, and uh, we'll put it online and, and link. If that to happens it. nowadays, that guy is cut tomorrow. Oh my god! Uh, and, it, and it's 
it's it's on sports centers not top 10 for weeks as well because oh, it was yeah. brutal and this was to put the patriots down by 10 points with eight minutes left in the game yeah and and at this point uh because again i didn't know the score or anything uh, going into it so i was just like oh wow well they blew this <laughs> I mean, exactly. I yeah, this... Thinking... go ahead no i was gonna say this, this is exactly the point where i thought wait they they win this one right like they're they're running out of time real fucking fast here that's funny well i was thinking man like uh, this is going through my head a lot where and I, again i didn't know what the score was going to be so i was like man are they going to start off the season like one and four like this is insane and then i was thinking you know you see there's it's like the butterfly effect right so you see one bledsoe is like coaching up brady they're all like best friends yes yeah yeah basically holding hands and like you know sharing secrets and then <laughs> and then uh you know he he's also riding high belichick is you know giving them opportunities and of course you know he wins this game and things change as the season goes on, right? Maybe right. Bledsoe's demeanor changes a little bit. Belichick stands by him, whatever. But if they lose this game coming – and of course it wasn't Brady's fault. But if they mm. lose this game after Miami – so now they're, they're one and four. One and four, right. And then eventually Bledsoe within a week or two comes back. It could definitely change the course of everything. I mean, Be- yeah. Belichick might at that point decide to go with the backup anyway to see what he has. But It's true. Um. Everything could be different. And remember how he said with these rules nowadays, and if Bledsoe stayed with the greatest coach of all time, he could very well be the GOAT. Okay? Let's yeah. be honest. He could well, be the GOAT. Yes, he uh, could. Just be he, honest with yourself. No, he would have been good. I don't know if he would have been the GOAT. He, he would have been the GOAT. He, okay. him, he, just, just remember, we're talking about Drew Bledsoe in fourth quarters of games here. Hey, he, he would have been the GOAT. <laughs> he would have learned how to throw a, a He would have put up numbers. Or, yeah, but he would learn how to dink and dunk, right? He, yeah, Belichick yeah, yeah. would beat it into him. Um, and we would be talking about Bledsoe potentially having 12 Super Bowls right now. But instead, <laughs> uh, Brady, which I potentially. think he's with like six at the moment, but um, <laughs> potentially seven. Who knows? But uh, he I'm might get to 12. You never know. Off. We might, we, I'm not saying we might be uh, better off with Bledsoe, but things would have been different. Yes. I think so. So thank God. And thank God for, for Lee Johnson. Uh, <laughs> because Brady can thank him probably for a spot because he became the hero. Without Lee Johnson, maybe there's no heroics at the end. Maybe not this level of heroics. You know what, though? I'm going to retract my statement on Lee Johnson. Fuck it. I like him. <laughs> yeah, I agree. He was, uh, he was the character that this team needed. Definitely yeah. a glue Ooh. guy. Is that like a um, Batman reference? Like it was the... He was the villain that the hero needed. Sure. All right. We'll man. go, we'll go with that. that. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, he was the villain that the Patriots needed, man. Yeah. I, I hope he sticks around for the rest of the year. I, I don't know what happened. It yeah, was, me too. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, that, that sets up this. The page is down by 10 with eight minutes left. Right. And I'm sorry. Get, yeah, obviously. It's obviously. <laughs> no, it's great. But they, uh, they get the ball back. They drive down the field and get inside the 10 but then kick a field goal because they ran out of time or they, they ran out of like they got a fourth down and they decided to kick a field goal instead so now is right it's like which i thought it was funny because time. the announcers again fantastic they're going <laughs> look what do you think what, what do you think happens i think you got to go for a touchdown you're this close fourth yeah. down you got to go for a touchdown and then when they bring out the uh the uh, field goal unit yeah. uh they're like 
this is a smart play. You got to kick the field goal here. You <laughs> you're you're down by two anyway. You're down by two scores anyway. Yeah. But they were also saying that uh, they're like, oh, they they definitely should go for it here. It's uh, like they they I'm 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 not surprised they're leaving the offense on the field. Uh, they 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 should be going for a touchdown here. That makes sense because um, it was third down. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But then, so they didn't get it then. <laughs> And, and Brady's running completion, and then the fourth down comes, and they they trot the field goal. Like, oh, actually, yeah, no, the the field goal here makes a lot of sense. Like, oh, <laughs> right, Christ, right. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so they they kick the field goal, and there's like four minutes left in this game with Ladainian Tomlinson and Doug Flutie in his fourth quarter magic, which we had heard about um, pretty much for the the previous three hours, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the page is holding a three and out, barely. The first, the first, the First play of that drive was an eight-yard run by LT to get them the second and two. Right, and we're we're getting towards the two-minute warning. I'm like, they no, they they do win this, right? That was that was the second one, but then they they held two more runs, held them, got to the I think the two-minute warning or something like that. Called a couple of timeouts, get the ball back, and Troy here, Brown, yeah. Troy Brown has a ridiculous punt return. He does, and even before that, they it was before the two minute warning. They uh, it was um, after that that eight yard run. It was the second and two and a third and one with Bow. Yes, um, I think it was like two twenty three left. Yeah, um, that, that sounds right. Yeah, so yeah, Troy Brown gets the punt return, and even with that penalty that gets called, it's still yeah. a sizable return. <laughs> yeah, because his, his return brings it to like the, the San Diego San Diego forty. Yeah, like yeah. He, it was ridiculous return. It's like your typical Troy Brown return, but then got. Call back for holding, put them back on their own 40, which is still great field position. Yeah. And then well, Brady. And I'll say this. Brady. From this point forward in, in the rest of the game, it was like, and I'm talking defense, offense, everything. Hmm. It was probably one of the better games I've watched in a long time. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like I was, I was super excited. I'm sitting there yelling at my, my TV, even though I, I know what happened at the end. Right. I'm like, there's no way he caught that. Because it was, you know, your typical, it was basically Brady and Troy Brown at the end of the game on that last drive, it felt like. Yeah, although it, David Patton got about, yeah, 26 oh, yards. Oh, that's right, yep. Three-yard line. Yep, that's true. Um, well, like, then I, like, so it was 40 seconds left when they're on the three, and this is what I'm talking about. They had one timeout left. Yes. And basically, like, Brady burns it with 30 seconds left. There's no way they do that now. They'd probably no. wait till about 25 seconds maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say seventeen. Yeah, enough yeah, to run yeah. three plays, and that's it. Exactly. That, that's what you're gonna you're gonna keep running plays until you either run out of time or well, you're gonna run four plays. And you're gonna do it as quickly as possible. So yeah, leave yourself just enough time to do that. Yeah, and that's it. But yeah, you know, you're right. And then the uh, the commentators were gushing over the play, which is basically just a play action, like a, a heavy run play action passing to. Uh, Jermaine Wiggins in the back corner of the end zone, who was a lot bigger than I remember him being. Yeah, he's and a hefty like, boy that one, but also like pretty like shifty too. He's a yeah, he's a, you know, he had a little bit of agility to him, but I but felt he was like definitely was like, not a, a receiving option that the Chargers were at all worried about because he was wide the fuck open. Yeah, but I feel like this was foreshadowing basically the whole playoff run. Yeah, uh, I agree. We'll talk about, but Jermaine Wiggins wasn't a household name, but I mean, he's near and dear to my heart. Yeah. So, yeah, so that that ties it up with a few seconds left, like thirty something seconds left. Yep. 
Pages kick it off, and the Chargers had a ridiculous return again on a kickoff. Like they they, they basically start the forty yard line every drive, right? Um, and then, but wasn't that the one that Tabucky Jones laid out the returner? Which was oh, like, that's right. Yeah, no, that one was yeah, yeah. That and that was a that was a t- uh, lawyer Malloy esque hit. You just put yeah, his shoulder, like his shoulder, about. and knocked Even his like, ass over. The tackling and the in the the kickoffs and and all that from that point on, everything was just spectacular. It was like almost like too much. Oh yeah, it was. Oh it was, yeah, everything was perfect. Um, so yeah, obviously the Chargers don't score. They they almost got into field goal range, and there was some like fuckery with uh, Doug Flutie tried to spike the ball to right. stop the and clock. I don't think I've ever seen but, this before. No, but he uh, so other than when I was watching this game originally. <laughs> yeah, so he pulled the ball up to to like pulled his arm back to spike it, and the ball yeah. fell out of his hand. And then he like tried to spike it but missed, and the pages recovered it. But be, the ref said because they blew the whistle when he when the yeah. ball hit the ground, they still got the ball back, but it moved the field goal back five yards. Yeah. Instead of being like a fifty-two yards, a fifty-seven yarder, and Which, the kicker came up like three yards short. Well, and it, that was a big controversy, not in that game, but like for a couple of years, where it was that whole thing where can you challenge something that has been whistled down, and there were enough of these plays that they eventually turned it over to what it is today um, where you can pretty much challenge everything and overturn it. But yeah, because the whistle blew, there's nothing that Belichick could do about it. Right. Cause that was the rule back in that, that time. Right. Um, but yeah, so I mean, even that, cause uh, if you saw the replay, you could see a bunch of the sideline for the Chargers run onto the field thinking the guy hit the field goal because it was straight down the middle. He just missed it short by a couple of yards. Right. So and then I think the, uh, the uh, kickoff that you were talking about was the, the one in overtime. Yes. Yes. You're right. I got the mix up because the Chargers actually won the toss. Right. Um, yeah. And returned the ball to the 40 yard line. So they didn't need many yards. You know, you go well, 20 yards you know, and you're funny. within field goal range. Now Vinatieri, could never kick into the end zone. No, not until they Isn't moved the. Uh, funny. <laughs> yeah, not until they moved the the kickoff up. Right, and it's not even like the uh, um, Gostowski thing where like he could like boot it high up in the air and travel yeah, that far. Yeah, put it at the one. No, he's putting it at, like the thirteen yard line. Yeah, man. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Yeah, it was. It was not a, a position of strength for this team at this point. Right. Um, but yeah, so. The Chargers get the ball at their own 40, need basically, what, 20, 25 yards to go? Yep. Um, and they had actually been driving like late in the second half of this game. They, the Patriots defense felt like they were kind of wearing down a bit. But mm-hmm. uh, in this particular instance, they, they held. They, the Chargers went three and out, had to punt the ball back to the Patriots. Uh, first play from scrimmage, Brady throws a bomb down the right side of the field to... Uh, Patton, I believe it was. David Patton. Yeah, but the crazy thing about this play is that it was an all-out blitz by San Diego. And yes. he, he stood in the pocket. He kind of did his little dance in there yeah. and threw it up for classic like P.I. Yeah, uh, and it, it was like it was a blatant pass interference. It was, yeah. Yeah, so Patton got dragged down by uh, Molden, who had a whole section in the, the next day's paper talking about how he didn't think it was an actual legit call. But uh, he obviously didn't watch the replay because it was pretty blatant. He, he got the, the ball was thrown a little bit too inside and he was playing inside technique. And so mm-hmm. Pat tried to cut back inside to him and then he just fucking straight up tackled his ass. Yeah. 
And uh, I've never seen anybody celebrate harder for getting a pass interference called than David Patton on that play. He was dancing like a motherfucker. He's doing a, like a legitimate jig. Well, and it's funny field. too because their uh, their celebration after this game was reminiscent of every team that I think we hate. Like you remember when like the Broncos with like with Daniel? Yes, yes. The pass. He's like freaking. It was like the Super Bowl for them. This yeah. was a good Super Bowl at that time. Yeah, it's like the even the Ravens beating the Patriots this year with Lamar Jackson, where they're taking the team photo after the game. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. It's like this is this is the Patriots Super Bowl at this point. Yeah, it's so funny, but of <laughs> course it ends on a Vinatieri field goal. All right, hang on a second. I gotta relocate for a second. Oh boy. Well, this is embarrassing. Um, yeah, we're cutting really this out. Apologize. No, you leave it in. Don't be a bitch. She tell him how to live my life. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with technical difficulties. I don't know if you're grabbing a snack or something, what you're doing. I mean, I don't know where your hands are right now. I can't really see them. <laughs> I'm shifting to the living shifting room. Shifting so what? My whole setup to the living room so I can go to bed. Could you Ooh. hear me yell at you? <laughs> no, but I'll make okay, sure. Okay, that's probably good. Uh, we got to keep this. We got to keep some of this. You can't cut it out because that's, that's BS. You got to listen back well, to I, it. If it's too aggressive, cut it. But some of it right. could be good. All right. Well, I, I, I just didn't want to um, skip over the fact that you were trying to just like end this game without talking about Brady on the next third down because I think this was probably, I don't want to say the biggest Brady play, but it was kind of very... Uh, I don't know how to put it. This was kind Talk of like the. It, Talk me through it. It was a, it was a third down. It's like third and three or something. Like yeah. after the the pass interference, and the Chargers brought pressure from both sides. So it was a guy coming unblocked right in Brady's face. Another guy coming on his blind side who caught him like below the knees, and then the other guy like chopped him over the top. Mm. And he just like floated the ball over the the rusher to him and hit. Oh, Falk. you're right. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice touch pass. Yeah, because they were like right on the border of field goal range. Yeah, and Brady just like stood there and just waited to the last possible second, just like lofted it over the guy, so that Falk could get the first down. And now they're like well within like middle of field goal range. It's like a forty something yard instead of like a fifty, like a long fifty yarder. You are correct. And so that was just like. The, like the, that beginning inkling of, oh, this Brady kid, like he, he doesn't get rattled at all. Like that, just imagining like watching Drew Bledsoe in those situations for all these years. Yeah. The greatest. He would have handled that. Yeah. Exactly. And how, how he would have handled that versus this kid who's, what is, is this his second official start in his third yes. game? Yeah. So it's just that kind of like, this was, I think, the, it's just those little plays like that where you think, "Oh, this this kid might be all right." But yes, he, that he ended up not being so bad. There's all, that whole ten year gap where we didn't win anything, <laughs> and I'm really pissed off about that. Which maybe Bledsoe could have closed the gap. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe, yeah, that, he's all right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that does lead to the field goal you so desperately wanted to get to. Yeah, man, Vinatieri all the way. Redeems himself. Yes. Money. Uh, and they also kicked the field goal on third down, if you remember. They did. 
Yeah, yep. just in case. It was another tactic by Bill, and the yep. announcers were crapping themselves over they, it. They, they had no idea what to do about it. They're like, oh, he's kicking on third down. <laughs> what is going on here? Then they didn't obviously understand why. Well, you know what's funny? Like it, in in the um, you know those those newspaper columns where they would have like sort of like who's better on what side of the ball for every yeah. The Patriots were always negative on everything except for coaching, and it was always <laughs> Edge true. Patriots. And I feel like because at that time Belichick wasn't outside of being a defensive guy for the Giants. I mean, he was okay. Yeah. Um, but he always won the edge, and now I'm realizing it's because nobody knew what the hell he was ever doing. So it must be. It's true. so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he always comes up with this like one like bullshit thing that everybody's like, what what was he doing here? Oh my god, it's the genius of Belichick again. Because he like he really hadn't proven himself at this point. He had had that stint with the Browns where he'd done okay, and then he had his uh defensive game plan for the Super Bowl when he was on the Giants as the defensive coordinator in the uh football hall of fame. But as a head coach, he wasn't like this. He didn't. I don't think he had that genius label yet. No, and I mean he went. Yeah, the five and eleven. I mean, it shouldn't really garner that much. But yeah, he uh, he definitely uh, he always edged them out, according to the announcers in the uh, the media, um, which yep. I guess was smart for once. Yeah, but, they actually uh, got that right. Which yeah, is great. yeah, yeah. No, it was a hell of a game, man. Uh, I enjoyed it, um, yeah. and it was also weird that going into the game and I guess after this game, so the, going into the game, they had a nine game winning streak versus the chargers dating back to yes. 1970. Yes. So chargers of all teams. I know it's so funny. And they, they kept it going. So 10 straight. So that was yeah. pretty great. Yeah. Eat that San Diego. Yeah. San Diego is you've got your weather, state. but yes. we've got our 10 game winning streak. You fuckers. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> It's a toss-up. <laughs> now, uh, uh, you know, we, we've reached the end of the game here, and we did not really talk about – I mean, we, we talked a little bit about it, but we haven't really pointed out the announcers as opposed to um, previous games. And I thought they were so professionally boring that yeah. they were tolerable, but I was annoyed that I couldn't get anything out of them. Yeah, I had one quote, and that was it. But um, the one – thing i'd like to start off by saying is buddy your name is ian not ian i know i neil i wrote it as i because uh i you know i want to be hmm. accurate here <laughs> no but it's <laughs> but, spelled uh, ian it is spelled ian ian eagle yeah. and solomon wilcott's yes uh, pretty... which is solomon wilcott's is a fantastic name it, I, for some reason every time i see that name i think apricots and i don't know why but i mm. feel like like Wait, I, what I, was I, I just i i picture how do you pronounce uh, Apricots? Apricots, huh? How do you pronounce it? It's a bold, bold. Apricots? Thing. I go with apricots. Do you? Yeah. Apricots I, well, sounds a little pretentious. Well, growing up, because, you know, my parents from England, so they always pronounce okay. things funny. So, All right. like, it was, it was yogurt instead of yogurt, and I got a whole bunch of shit for that at school. Oh, yeah. So no, I, I, that. Apricots is, like, at least reasonable. That's what I, 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 yeah, I got to go with the long A's and the long vowels because that, that's usually more American. So I don't actually know. I'm, I legit don't know if you're fucking with me or not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, so I, it very well maybe apricots. Either way, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, my parents are Portuguese. So I mean, I'm not doing much better in this <laughs> That's fair. But apricot sounds too like, 
this is how the English pronounce it, and you're going to get shit on in third grade for saying it incorrectly. So I'm going with apricots. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Go on. Is but uh, I had one comment from them. They were talking about uh, meeting Ladanian Tomlinson for the first time. I don't know which one it was that said it. Um, but he said, I was very surprised with the size of his lower body. Oh, yeah. I feel and like I thought, that could be oh, a football, yeah, football term, but I do know what that one means. So yeah. it wouldn't be a question for you, but bringing do that you, up. The, I, I think he, he did eventually clarify that he was talking about his, his thighs. Leaner. What? Yes. Yes. Yeah. His like groin <laughs> region. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just the lower body in general. It was all very big. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, so that was football. <laughs> I, I thought he meant it the other way, which is kind of weird because the other guy was laughing too. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But that does bring me um, to the next thing where I didn't think I was going to have enough terms that I didn't understand, but I got a couple. Oh, you uh, did? Okay. You know, for a little bit of, and you know, I'm assuming we're going to run out of these things that I don't know because I, <laughs> I usually know a lot. Because you're um, learning, yeah. So, and it's yeah. Like you'll, you'll know them from here on out. Hopefully. So I don't know if this is ever going to come back, but for now, we got another football or not football going on here. All right. Um, and let me, I, you know, like I said, I'm going to throw out a couple of things that I don't quite get. I did get the lower body thing. Well, I thought yes. that I did until you clarified, but um, if you could just clarify these things for me, explain it to the people out there. Um, Absolutely. I think they're typical terms, but um, right. so the first one is carrying the load <laughs> carrying uh, the load is that football or not football that is technically football yes okay so what does that I, mean I, th I think it's um oftentimes when running backs tend to get a, a higher workload um, uh, okay. and and the, the team is kind of running through them and they're getting into a rhythm the the running back is said to be carrying the load Oh, I see. Okay. Carrying the team on their back sort of thing. Gotcha. Oh, so wait, could a quarterback carry the load as well, or does that not apply? It probably could, but it's it tends to be used in um, with running backs for some reason. Okay. Probably because they're dragging people around on their backs as well. So oh, okay. it's also like a physical carrying of a load. Gotcha. Um, all right, so that makes sense. Um, <laughs> next one here is um, taking it right up in there. Ooh. Hmm. I can see how that could be confused as a football term. Okay. Wait, so you're saying it's not football on this one? Uh, I'm I'm more on the fence with this one. Taking it right up in there. I think I, know, it would, I wasn't sure. I think there's some context around that that would probably be pretty valuable. Well, that's that's true. I didn't write down what came before yeah. or after, so I'm not really sure. It just kind of threw me off because I hadn't heard yeah. that term before. I, I'm wondering if you had the wrong tab open for that one. Oh, um, no, no. Wait, what do you mean no? by that? Um, uh, I mean, I, I think that um, you may have been on a site that was uh, a oh, black background uh, with some yellow. Yes, yes, I was. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but I don't know. So we're going to say not right. football on that one. Yeah, um, we're, yeah we're, that's a gray area, I think. We're, we're going to yeah, put okay. that somewhere in the middle. This one I'm pretty certain of what it is, but the next one was getting excited every time he touches the ball. <laughs> and like i think that's football well who are they talking about again that, i don't know i gotta do a better job about this because 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 that i i think that would um greatly explain whether it was or wasn't football because if we're talking about let's say doug flutie then that's probably football but if we're talking about um drew bledsoe in this case then maybe not yeah 
Oh, I see. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta do it better with the, with the context because I'm not sure on that one. So we'll, I don't know. That's iffy. <laughs> that All is right. iffy. So, um, I got two more on this one. One of Ooh, them right. is about Ladanian. I wrote. So we. Oh, nice. Have, okay. Um, context. Tomlinson only has one goal. Uh, one. Oh, sorry, I fucked that up. One <laughs> hole to go through. So Tomlinson <laughs> only has one hole to go through. And I think right. we were talking about last week. What was yes. it, gaping holes and whatnot? Gaping holes and, oh, yeah, and and squeezing through them or something. The tight holes or something? So yes, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing, and this is like you said, just learning as we go, um, he only has one hole to go through is when the linemen aren't doing that great of a job or something. And like, you, you walk me through this one. I think it's something yeah. like that. No, I, th- I think you're on the right track. And it, it might even be like uh, play call specific as well, where there's only one specified hole that's trying to be blocked open. Oh, okay. So it, uh, yeah. it was designed that way. Yes, and I, I and I don't think it's um, anything to do with whoever he's is or isn't dating as well, and and how she feels about that sort of stuff. Oh, in this case, what do you think he's into? Like in that respect, if we're talking about that, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever talked to uh, my my guess is probably uh, humiliation sort of things. So just just, just a wild guess. <laughs> what? Uh, he's on the receiving end of this. I could see that, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. I don't know. That's not here nor there, but I think it's a, a lineman <laughs> issue thing. Yeah, um, I and think then you finally, might be right. um, this one the announcer said, and again, I don't have context on what the hell he was talking about, so I apologize. Right. Well, we'll try but, to figure it out anyway. All right, he says, I want to be one of the eight men in the box. Oh, boy. And that one that really like perked my ears <laughs> up a little bit. So is that football or not football? You listen to these games different than most people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just Uh, curious. um, There is a box in football. Okay. um, And there do happen to be men in that box. So I think in this case that would be football. There can be up to eight, yes. Okay. It's usually how many defenders are are in that box, which is within a few yards of the line of scrimmage. Oh, I got you. Okay. In the so, middle so, there. So. Like towards the alignment again. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of these are... Uh, the trenches, as they call it. Yes, exactly. Okay. No, that makes sense. So that's all I got. Um, I'll try to have more context if any of these things pop up in the future. That'd be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, great, that's a great segment. I, I love it. Well, thank you. I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm learning a lot. Good. Good. That's, that's what we're here for. We want to uh, share our knowledge of football and our love of football with with the greater population so i appreciate you bringing these these things and being so vulnerable and you know saying that you don't know things and and bringing that to the the forefront yeah it's not my forte but i'm I'm trying to work on it so i appreciate that i appreciate that as well (laughs) all right so so with that being said how about we get into our best and worst to wrap this up all right that sounds good to me did you want to go first um well uh, I also wanted to talk a little bit about um, just a little thing that I found out about Troy Brown and Terry Glenn before we get okay. into that. Sure. Um, and it was basically, well, Terry Glenn, I don't know if he says things to be abrasive or not, but it was just interesting, the, the little sound bites that like you know, I, I found. But when after the game, he was talking about Brady, and they were like, you know, how do you think he did or whatever? And he said, he's young and wants to prove himself. That's an advantage for us. Uh, he might not have tried some of the plays that he did if he was eight or nine years in. I was wondering, oh. is that a shot at Drew? I don't know. 
I mean, it's, I don't think he would say that, but it, it just kind of came off as like you're kind of throwing him on the bus a little bit. I think it was more as like he's too stupid to know better is what it feels like. Okay, yeah, I wasn't trying. <laughs> I think he was trying to say the right thing, and it came off a little bit weird. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I thought was funny was that apparently uh, Terry Glenn threw his, uh, you know, Tom Brady's first touchdown pass, the football, mm. into the stands. And oh, Fred really? Brown, after the game, said that he was actually a little bit annoyed um, by that. He would have given the football to Brady. So of course you would, <laughs> right? So it's really shows you uh, both personalities there. But yeah, best and the yeah. worst here. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've talked quite a bit about everything, um, but I would say one thing that we did not talk about is uh, Antoine Smith didn't have a great game. I think he had like thirty or forty yards rushing, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he did have a touchdown. It was in the the third. It was on uh, the goal line, and um, you know he was running up the middle basically. And Junior Seau, it was one of those that he timed perfectly like you were talking about. Yes. And he, he just pops uh, Antoine Smith. Um, he took and he his fucking back. head off. Yeah, and he falls back like two or three yards. And yeah. then somehow ducks under a couple of people flying at yeah. him and then dives for the touchdown. So, yeah, it doesn't fall over on that Seau hit, which I don't nope. think has ever happened. But like, did you see Seau's reaction? He's like, how the hell did that guy knock? Yeah, yeah. Like, he, was he was celebrating that he tackled him for two-yard loss and he Ended up scoring a touchdown from it. Yeah, no, that was pretty badass. Um, yeah, that was actually going to be my best as well, just so you know. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. Um, and then the uh, – uh, well, I mean, then I guess my second best was uh, Ladanian's fumble recovered by Brian Cox because fuck him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my worst is uh, – and I'm going to have to change this one because it was everything that Lee Johnson did, but now that we is that <laughs> – he, he made Brady the hero that he is. I'm going <laughs> to, I got no worst. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Always looking on the bright side. That's, that's beautiful. Right. I like All it. right. Uh, my best was, um, well, I guess I'm going to switch it up uh, to an observation that I, that I noticed mm-hmm. that um, Doug Flutie throwing a football to Tim Dwight. That has got to be the, the shortest connection in the history of football, correct? Do you mean height-wise? Yes. They're, they're both 5'9". And I, don't, I can't think of... Unless Drew Brees is... But no, we already established Drew Brees is super tall. Kyler Murray maybe throwing to some... I mean, Russell Wilson is what? 5'11", I think. So. Yeah, yeah. He's closing on six feet. So yeah, 5'9". I, I, mean, I mean... Two 5'9 five, nine, nine white guys... Connecting on a on a, a, a successful forward pass in the NFL in 2001, I think, is a highlight I, in anybody's book. I have no commentary. I don't know what what um, I mean. Uh, oof, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> Look, I you know I have no comment on height. I have no comment on you know. I just I um. It's yeah. just something that you don't see very often. You and don't see it. We 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 got the. It is an anomaly. We can agree. We can agree. That yeah. it is an anomaly. I okay. Well, I'll take I li- that. I like that. Okay, that makes so that, sense. that was my best, just being able to see that. Um, and my worst is um, <laughs> watching the Chargers kickoff team uh, celebrating as if they've won the game, making a tackle on a kickoff that got returned back to the thirty-five yard line. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so typical Chargers. You know, it's like getting pissed off that the Patriots are doing sack dance 
on your field at the end of the game after beating you when they shouldn't have. Oh yeah, that is uh, classic. It's just yeah, you know. Wait, wasn't that the uh, game that he was also like riding the bike for like half the game? I feel like I no, that was two thousand seven. I think (laughs) that was two thousand seven where he he went in and him and uh, whoever the quarterback was. I think it was Philip Rivers at the time, wasn't it? It was Philip, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. And both of them were injured, and Ladainian yeah. Thompson had one rush and then sat the rest of the game out like under his like big jacket because it was too cold. For That's him. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So different, but yeah, they're all every L, you know Ladainian Thompson game with the Chargers and the Patriots ended pretty much the same way. It sure did. That's right. So, yeah, but I think this is a quality game so far on our list of games to watch. This is probably number one for me of the ones we've watched so far. I would definitely uh, recommend. Viewing it, yeah. I mean, so I think you, I think this you, this goes on the board of should watch. Hey, put it up. All but, right. Uh, you know, if you find a, a copy, even with a uh, commercials, just sit through the early two thousand. <laughs> they were interesting, weren't they? They're fantastic. <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer, baby. Someone Budweiser. Oh, yeah. By shaking them up by dancing because he's got a girl in his living room, and then when she opens it, it sprays in her face. That's right. And then uh, I, I remember a few other Cedric commercials. So hopefully we get to see those too. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that uh, about wraps it up for week five of the 2001 season. Thanks for being here, Mike. It was a, a joy to, to share this with you. Yeah, it was really, it was really fun. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm trying to be more, more vulnerable and open up and, and just say, you know what, man? I appreciate you as a human being. And while my time could be used for other things, it's not the worst thing in the world. I agree. Yeah. And it's uh, always a pleasure to, to be able to, to shoot the shit with you. So, All right. See, you went genuine. I was kind of, I veered <laughs> off a little bit working on it. But yeah. I disagree. It felt genuine to me, so I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, what is next week? I don't even know. And what are we talk. looking forward to? Do you, do you want to know? I don't want to know. You don't want I'll, to know? I'll get off and you can tell them, but I'm, I'm done. <laughs> uh, the pages go visit the Indianapolis Colts. God damn. That's what we got to look forward to. All the right. Colts that they blew the doors off recently. The, the week That's before, true. Two weeks before. I mean, is Peyton Manning playing? or? Do you want me to tell you? No, I don't. You passed the <laughs> test, buddy. <laughs> I got you. Yes, he is playing. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for this episode. We'll see everybody next week if you're still with us. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> see you later, right. man. Bye. Bye.